Sting to my ego is worse than the slap of wood against my skin. Took you long enough to find me? I hiss. Daco's men will be here within the hour. Mike jumps to his feet and looks down at me with a frown. They're the least of your worries, Devin. I notice he's not wearing a stitch of emerald. Out of uniform? Off duty, then. That's not good. Reaching down, he offers his hand. I grab it, he yanks me up, and we slip out of the hall and back into the hotel room. I close the door. What happened? Mike's heavy brow furrows, his expression deadly serious. The fathers have been recalled. I lean down and scoop my pants up from the floor. Maybe Darko's finally come to his senses. Mike grabs my arm and shoves his handheld into my face. The message on the small screen has been intercepted through surveillance. Funds will be forwarded upon confirmation that the target has been terminated. MCM LXIV. Terms accepted. Instructions received. Impressive. Everyone in our business knows the work of 1964. Even if not many guys realize his ID is a Roman numeral. In the community, this assassin is known as MCM. The man's a legend. Never missed a kill. I grin, on the verge of making a joke about another poor bastard biting the dust, until I see the poor bastard who's named at the end of the message. Target name? Devin Wayne. My entire body goes rigid. My thoughts are immediately of Irene. This message was sent at 4.30 this morning. I break into a cold sweat. She could have been here when everything was going down. How'd you get this? I ask. Samantha? Mike nods. His expression is grim. He's right. This is serious. But there's no way in hell I'm going to show fear. I shrug with an ease that comes from years of playing shit off. I just have to make sure he doesn't get paid. I say. <laughs> Mike laughs. You know this guy's rap, Devin. Don't be a cocky asshole. It might cost you your life this time. I grab my shirt from the bed. You haven't thought this through, my friend. Daco just made my challenge a lot simpler. Mike cocks his head back, feigning surprise. No shit. Mike is known for doing Samuel L. Jackson impressions, but today's is no better than the rest. My only problem in this situation, I say, is that this man knows where I am. And I mean what city. All I have to do is get the hell out of New Orleans without leaving a trace of where I'm going. I make it sound as simple as I can. No reason for Mike not to buy it. We both recognize the ID on the contract. This assassin is good, but fuck his reputation. He's never tracked me. I'm Devin Wayne. Part 2. Big Game Hunting This hotel was once an old mansion. But there's no time to admire the paintings, the gold sconces, the antique furniture. We run down long, luxurious halls like wide receivers through a museum. In the center of the building is a quaint little courtyard. There's a woman sitting on the bench where Irene and I talked last night for hours. Our illusion of peace was brief, but worth a lifetime of memories. As I whiz through the open space, the sound of water flowing down the fountain seems to follow us. We plunge through its echo as we leave the courtyard through another hall. A minute later, we bound through the back of the building, 
My mod is parked in the lot available only to guests. The car recognizes me and Mike as we approach. The doors open. We get in. The names Diane Osborne and Nadine Chan flash on the dashboard. With the fathers monitoring smart streets all over the country, I had false identities created for our DNA. The AI trips the ignition and the hack is triggered automatically. Thousands of bogus destinations are sent out within seconds. The programmer assured me the car would also constantly transmit the wrong location to the national grid. Traveling in it is like being invisible. At least as far as the authorities are concerned. Unaware the hack is running, the AI's dashboard politely requests our destination. The airport, I say. The screen resets and several route options appear. Take us to route number one, I command. It's the fastest choice.